0: Well, hello, and we're here again, episode three of <laughs> of If You Build It, the podcast, and I am Will Ellis. I'm Riyad. And again, this podcast's focus is on talking to entrepreneurs, getting their story, looking at the good, the bad, the ugly, and all that sort of wrapped up into creating the best life for yourself and for your family. And our our second guest, I guess, on the podcast is Riyad. Saman Habibi. Welcome. Thank you
1: for having me. Thank you. Exactly. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> that's awesome.
0: Well, you know what? You are, uh, you know, Mr. You know, you're, you're an investor-focused real estate agent, and you are a numbers man, and that's how you help your clients. When, you, you know, being in this industry, real estate, which we're all in, what is, you know, the hardest day look like for you when, you, when you've been on this real estate journey?
1: Yeah, I mean, if I'm just strictly thinking, you know, real estate, realtor, business, um, I think the hardest days are where you have to kind of take care of everything in the business. So days where you have to, you know, do admin work, days where you have to do marketing, days where you have to follow up with people, days where you have to, uh, you know, bringing clients for some sort of information session, days where you have to, you know combine showings in the evenings and it's days where you have to do a bit of everything um that to me is is very challenging just because obviously we, you know we have a certain amount of time that we have a day to work and i wish i had more time but yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know i don't you still have to make time for your you know for your home for your family as well so it's it's tough when it's when you're a one man team and you yes. have to take care of everything
0: cuz those people all, like the like what i find funny with real estate which I mean i i love it most times uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that people don't think it's that hard. You mm-hmm. know, I think realtors' biggest flaw, and also our best attribute, is that we promote the good stuff in real estate. Yeah, you don't we, show we bad. promote the sale, yeah. we promote the happy clients, but you don't promote the hours of work, a of follow-up of everything. Do you agree with that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there is a lot of difficulties that never get talked about. I think there's a lot of you know, Hollywood has done a really good job of, you know, creating these shows. Selling Sunset. Selling <laughs> Sunset, million-dollar listing where yeah. it's all about the glam. The glam, exactly. Yeah,
2: like who, who eats caviar in the back of a car and does listings, you know what I yeah, mean? exactly. Yeah.
1: With, with a champagne bottle in, exactly. yeah, in the back of a <laughs> so, Rolls so Royce. So I have a
2: question for you. We talked about the hardest day. Yeah. But can you pinpoint a time in your, how long in real estate?
1: Full-time, four years.
0: Okay, so in-, in Just other- four years?
1: Full-time, yes. Part-time, another three years prior to that maybe seven years in total if you want to call it wow so can you pinpoint
2: a time in that seven years where you thought okay i can't do this job like it's not for me or you you came close to saying i'm i I give up
1: um no i've never had that moment i think because i've uh i faced a lot of like hardships with whether it was school like i if you were to ask me that question about school or my previous job i can tell you the, the times where <laughs> I, I absolutely hated it and it, it was probably, you know, the most stressful times of my life. I, I I know that about school, university. I know that about my previous jobs, but real estate, it, I've never had that moment. And thankfully, I haven't had that moment because it's allowed me to still enjoy what I'm doing. Um, probably one of the reasons why I came into this was because I had a lot of those moments in my previous job. Yeah, which is where I just I'm I i do not want to deal with well, this What anymore. was your previous?
0: Uh, do name the company. I
1: mean, you can yeah. if you want to. Yeah.
0: Uh, what was your <laughs> you know previous kind of career, and what was the moment you realized this is not for me? I need to get out.
1: Yeah, so um, I went to school at UIT, um, studied commerce, and specialized in accounting. Um, and then I worked for an accounting firm, and I and then I worked for an automotive automotive manufacturing company, all in the the finance field. So uh-huh. I, I'm yeah I, from an accounting background. Um, so you know, say
0: here that you are a CPA and a CA.
1: Yes, yes, that was my previous life. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, in school it was very easy to me. Like I pointed it out, it's third-year taxation courses is very challenging. It's very complicated. It's very complex, and it just
2: that it sounds bad for me, right? Yeah, no, exactly. no. Just, no. <laughs> It's uh,
1: <laughs> it's tough. It was very tough. It was very challenging, and is you know, so that was definitely like my the most depressing time of my university career was that right. course which was the whole year and then um the course was one the entire year yes it went from first semester to second semester. It was just a continuous course Sorry, yeah
2: I, I, I'm, I'm depressed every april too i knew my taxes so. exactly yeah, yeah everyone is everyone
1: is. and then yeah in my um and then when i got into the workforce uh i think maybe because i also worked for like the largest accounting firm in the world and the largest automotive manufacturing company in the world too because so it was just is always just very big in size and complex in in what I was doing. So, you know, and it all came down to like either it was either because of the hours that were required or the people that I had So those were always the the two conflicting factors that made it not enjoyable. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. you left that. Yes. Got into real estate. Yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. But now based on what you just said, you did so you did your courses and stuff, did real estate part time. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for four years or yeah. whatever long it was. Yeah. And it went full-time four years ago. Yes, yeah. yeah. And so what was the moment you realized it needed to be full-time?
2: I was about to ask, I was going to say, what was the defining moment where you yes. said you, yes. this was supposed to be?
1: Yeah. I mean, the defining moment was definitely when, um, it, again, it went back to working with the people. Right. And it was at a time where I was just completely fed up with the people. Um, you know, my, 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 the person I was reporting to was just not a nice person, you know, for the lack of better words. I was,
2: I, I, I was exactly the exact same way. I started part time, yeah. went full time. What are you do, right now? I can relate to. Yeah.
1: If we were it. at a different yeah. place, not at the, at the church, I would say something <laughs> else. That, you know, I, yeah. I described this person a, another way. But, anyways, it was that person. Right. Um, and then it was, you know, just coming home every night, miserable to my wife and complaining, complaining, complaining. And she just one day said, well, then just quit. If you hate it that much, just quit. And, um, and I did just that. I, luckily, I had my r- real estate license, so it was a very easy transition. Right. Um, I was like, so, you know, at this time, just some context. We're moving into a bigger house with a bigger mortgage. My wife was doing her PhD. She didn't have a job. I was about to, you know, give up my job. Yeah, yeah. So it, I was like, I need something fast. Right. Um, and, you know, now it's, it's a good decision. But when you kind of consider the business of, of real estate and, and being a realtor, Maybe it wasn't when you think about it, because it's not a you know a high cash flow business. You don't have cash flow for some time. so
2: yeah, especially the beginning. At the beginning, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it takes yeah. a it's long a time beginning. to get yes, cash flow. It yes, does. yeah, yeah, yeah. like
1: and, any business, it takes a long
0: time. Yeah. And so, what's the, been the most rewarding moments in your real estate career?
1: Um, I mean, I, I think when you know you have years where, obviously, you know the pay is great. That's that's a very rewarding. Coming home and not you know hating your day yeah. is yeah. rewarding having the flexibility, you know, for me, like the winter months in my previous jobs were always very busy. Like my, from my January till April was a very unstressful time for me. Yep. Um, accounting. Right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yes. Tax, exactly. Yes. Yeah. So, yep. <laughs> I mean now, like ever since I've left that world, uh, January to February is wonderful for me. It's, you know, businesses hasn't really like started taking off yet. We're kind of building up to it i've got to travel um so it's just also breaking away from that routine of you know being set to a certain routine uh and then having like difficult times and then kind of stepping away from that and saying well now it's kind of on my own terms i i do what i want if i'm if i've done you know technically if you've done enough deals you can just give up and just rest for the rest of the year yeah but you know we're all built different we'd like to keep going so yeah, it's. I don't know if that so answers the question. When you <laughs> yeah. first came
2: to Real Estate, did you have a niche that you, you specialized in, or did you just do take whatever came at your way, or did you want to? Yeah, do, I, do, do I was
1: spinning my wheels for the first six months. You know, I I thought I knew what I was doing. I I didn't. I did a couple of leases and that was it. And then I there was someone at the office that I wanted to have as a mentor, so I I kind of took them on as as a mentor. I became their mentee and learned from them and. Um, that person then started a team, I joined their team, started learning from them and started, you know, producing content and kind of decided that I was just going to focus on putting out content to get business and it it worked out well and, uh, you know, did really well was successful, the plan kind of came into fruition and kind of been following that same business plan and it seems to be working well.
2: So let's flip the script a little bit here. Yeah. What irks you the most about realtors that you see on TikTok or on Instagram or YouTube?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot. Like, I mean, so I, get, a ton. <laughs> yes. I mean, I get frustrated because I, you know, I just want to do my job as a realtor, right? Like, I want to be a realtor. I don't want to be, you know, on five different platforms putting out funny content because i'm just not a funny person Like that's not what, what i can do i'm not a funny person like <laughs> very everyone funny. you know like the marketing has become very different like you, you have to be very trendy what you put out there has to be very catchy and needs to go viral and i just i don't want to do any of that stuff yeah so that's it's what not, it's not easy to do it's not easy no, no. no you got to come up with scripts and stuff and you need to have this setup i mean i wish people can see what's in front of us right now <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> there's a lot well, you going know, on you know, let me just do a little
0: promotion for the studio. Yes. <laughs> <at> end. <laughs> yeah
1: i mean so there's that it's um the how complicated it's gotten from an advertising perspective and of course you know there are there are the, the guys that i've been in the business for 30 years and you know i've seen it all those conversations get pretty uh yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, I
0: I hear you. Yeah, I yeah. do hear, you. I mean, and, and you know, don't <laughs> you find it at times? I I do believe that as realtors, we do the worst thing for the industry, as well.
2: Yeah, we 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 hear the industry ourselves. You know yeah, I mean?
0: like like we literally never yeah. talk about how hard it is to be. Real. I mean, there's ninety thousand agents in Ontario, and like nine thousand do well. Like it's yeah. you know, like ten like percent that do okay. um and so what do you think, you know, how can we you know, break that whole misconception that realtors are, you know, are always doing well, which is not, which drive, is not the drive, case. Driving
1: the nice cars yeah.
2: and nice clothes.
1: And- yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I think uh, you see a lot of that because the guys who are doing well understand that, you know, um, you need to be on social media and you need to be advertising. So whether you're doing that for your business, for, for your brand. Um, that's what we see. That's what a lot of people, you know, the consumers see is the guys who are doing well and understand that they need to put out this persona to have to showcase your brand. So I think that's why we see a lot of that. Right. Um, But, you know, how can we make the industry better? I mean, I think it's just, there's too many, obviously there's too many players to your point. there's 90 something, thousand uh, agents agents in in the business. Um, It's kind of, it it makes sense why there are so many um, agents in the business. It's, you know, the, the, barrier to entry is very basic and it's very common and it's very cheap to get into the business and it's a very rewarding business so i, I mean i think if it was more expensive to maintain your license um, don't, you think, don't you think it's pricey though the amount yeah, of money though you like, don't, we put out so much
2: yeah yes no but yes I, I would no. pay more to shrink the industry
1: hmm. yeah I, I think it's we pay, like, I think it's relative, right? To, to guys who are doing high volume, it's not relative. Yeah, especially if you, you know, depending on your brokerage and the model you have, true. You know, it can be very uh, cheap to be in yep. business, right? Uh, Whereas if you're with a bigger brand and you have bigger splits to pay, right. if you're doing one or two deals a year, it doesn't really make sense. True. Uh, and you know, fortunately, there are models out there that allow you to pay very little. So, you know, if you're if you've figured out the script and aren't falling into the trap of you know being with a big brand and Period. true yeah
0: what do your clients say because i know I've, i mean I, we follow each other obviously in social social media yes and you know your content is very focused again on numbers have your clients i mean have, have clients come to you because of that
1: yes yeah yeah absolutely so you know for me lead generation has always been um social media so youtube instagram and typically you know on youtube it's a bit more long form where we get into right. numbers and stuff and try and break down you know i what it, what a project means from a purchase perspective, from a renovation perspective, holding costs, refinance, flip, rental income, ROI. So trying that causes it to be long form. Mm-hmm. Um, and naturally people, you know, it gives uh, some sort of realization to people in terms of what they're getting into. So it, it does help. It does bring in business. Um, right. But, but are, it, are people also then frightened?
2: Uh, but to ask a question, you lose because of that too. Yeah. I mean, for that
1: reason, yeah, yeah, for that reason, I'd, like I don't do any pre pre construction because when I look at the numbers, it doesn't really you know it doesn't make sense. Ah, thank yes. you very much. Let's so, talk about pre construction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I mean, it right. the, yeah. last, for the last, it's the
0: market is where the market is. Yeah. I believe in my wholehearted opinion. I love pre construction. It's amazing. Great new buildings happening all over the region. Yes, yeah. yeah. But in a time where rates are going rates are going higher and higher. Yeah. We now know inflation is going back up. We now know the U.S. is watching things yes, and might yeah. be doing uh, another hike um what are your thoughts on people that are in the pre-construction space that may have bought two or three years ago when rates were nothing mm. how could they help mitigate <laughs> how, how they, well you're in a different position, position most people how do you help mitigate the risk of them not being able to close
1: um yeah i mean the risk of it not being able to close is that's um that's something that you just got to kind of manage on your own from an ownership of decision-making perspective like that if you know that's a speculation play that you made two three years ago right, and exactly. part of that speculation was to speculate you know what's going to happen with rates um so i mean you know in terms of what kind of decisions you have you're very limited you either close on it or you assign or you don't close on it and there's consequences with that um which is why you know i i just i never did it, because it I couldn't speculate. Like, I don't know, you know, for lack of better words, like the economists don't know what's going on. So what do I know in terms of interest rates and, rates and so rate. on, right? So we've had, you know, 10 consecutive rate hikes and it hasn't controlled anything. So... What well, do you think rate... As, so as a numbers man, and, you know, <laughs> you're Mr. Accountant. No, you don't look like an
0: accountant. You're wearing a button-up shirt. And you see his shoes. Very <laughs> stylish for an accountant. Everyone believes that rate hikes were supposed to curb interest i'm sorry inflation yeah but the reality of it all is that owning a home has cost a lot more um what do you what do you think is impacting the market
1: more real estate market more
0: inventory or the rate hikes
1: yeah i I mean like i'll just you know i'm not an economist (laughs) i'm just just an accountant (laughs) (laughs) you are the accountant no no um what impacts more i i think it's a bit of everything right unfortunately you know i i don't think it's one uh one recipe fixes all i think there's a big you know circle here of things big you know chain of events happening um interest rates have risen and you know they clearly haven't done anything to inflation um, they have corrected real estate prices to a to a certain degree. Um, you know, a lot of people say that it takes eighteen months for the effect of interest rate hikes to play out. Um, so perhaps we are coming up to the eighteen months or approaching the, the eighteen months. Yep. Um, so I, I think you know next year will will tell a better story in terms of what happens if, if these interest rates are going to correct what's happening. The supply issue, you know, it, we can we can take a look at what's happening with active. Listings and active listings are on the rise. there you know, some homes just aren't selling. Um, oh, we know, but we know. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. but prices also aren't coming down either. They're like your staying. typical bungalow in the Durham region has stayed, you know, the same price for the last year and a half and it hasn't right. really moved. Um, on the higher end, yes, you know, it, it does happen. But I mean, I, I don't think if anything has has really changed besides the just the natural correction of prices because of New entrants coming into the market having a higher interest rate to deal with, right? So the new people, yes, it's impacted the new buyers, but people who are in the market right now, I, I don't know if it's
2: no, impacted. no. I, people who have something to sell and buy, whether it's a high market, low market, high interest, they have equity there, so they just kind of transferred, right? So, yeah, m- m- most of my deals this year have been buy and sell, right? Like.
1: And maybe that's what it is. It's it's you know you are selling something and you're going to be buying something and and hopefully the movement on both sides of the transaction is the same. But um, I think the the difficulty is going to be with people who are depending on their principal residence being a you know um, a retirement plan, right? So if that's a retirement plan for you, then perhaps you know retirement plans need to change a little bit. There, right. there needs to be a bit more of a um, plan. You know you're you're losing three four hundred k of equity you have that in some sort of retirement savings plan because if you don't, then, you know, you, you need to change your, right. your your path to retirement. Interesting. Yeah.
0: Because here's the thing, like, when you think about, you know, I mean, we're filming today, but this episode will air for, for like, yeah. a month, but the whole thing about this whole housing crisis, which yeah. is, um, I'm going to say a little bit of theater, we are letting in something like 800,000 yeah. people yeah. into this province. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> which, Wonderful for us. Amazing. And then we're complaining as a country or as a province, as a world, how we're having people that are new to the country live on the streets. Where you go to Ajax where you live, there are <laughs> people that live here who are living on the streets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, they want to build 1.5 million homes in what, three or four years, which will never happen. And, um, you know, how do we, how how do you see a way out of this whole housing crisis as Mr. Numbers? and if someone is trying to get into the market how could they get into the market without feeling like they that they're going to struggle
1: yeah that the housing crisis i mean i personally don't think there's a way out and considering a, yeah. what just happened with you know the announcement yeah. the, the ford announcement with the green belt and even the green belt wasn't going to produce yeah there's not one quick fix for this right? no like, there's not one quick yeah. fix and unfortunately i i think that you know prices have have just risen too much to a point where again to, to enter the market is, is very difficult, you know. Why have prices come up so high? You know, could be a lot of reasons. I, I the the couple of things that stand out to me is, you know, the blind bidding process. I think that has definitely, you know, led to prices jumping quite a bit. Um, you know, we're in the industry, it it you know, there's an incentive there, right? For that blind bidding process. For sellers it's great. For buyers it's not. But and you
0: think that once they allow the sellers to you know, allow for us as agents, like as any no, of no. It, it, it
2: happened in Australia where yeah. you, you know it. St- it still brought prices up, right? Yeah. If,
1: you, if you give people options, people are going to go with whatever benefits them. Yeah, like. exactly. So I mean, I don't think that option is going to do no. anything. Same. Um, but, they, but they
0: think you know the media thinks that because that a seller can give the agent the opportunity to share bids. And why would yeah. you,
1: if you're protecting the interest of your seller client? Like why would what why would you? What yeah. Yeah. seller? <laughs> <There's> different <laughs> in, different incentives on both sides, Yeah, I don't right? understand so, that. Yeah. So I mean there's that uh obviously, you know, we've probably seen scenarios where, you know, the winning offer is perhaps 100k more than the previous one. but right. Yeah, and there's that. There's obviously, you know, just going to put it out there, there's fraud in the system. What? But, no, that that can't be. There's no way, you know, guys driving Uber could have, you know, one point <laughs> two <laughs> million dollar homes, and <laughs> no, no, no. buying oh, pre construction for two million. So there's a bit of that, obviously. But you, there are people that
0: could work Uber like twenty four seven. Absolutely, and they make, can. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you make on Uber, but a lot.
2: Yeah, uh, but also low, low, we had lower interest rates for.
0: Absolutely, years, that's,
2: right? that's why. Right? I, that's I was, I was always told when money's cheap, people buy.
1: Yeah. right so, I mean, I, I think, you know, that there's a bit of that problem too. Like, prices are very yeah. high because of some, some of these factors that we just spoke about. It, it makes it difficult for people to get in. Obviously, we have supply issues, and that's not going to be fixed right. any, anytime soon. And which is why I think, you know, now there's going to be more condos going up. Um,
2: yeah, you, you, need, you need land. You need consumer land, there's right? No so you don't land.
1: Yeah, you got to build, build up, up the sky. And yeah, that's what it is. And yeah. so,
0: people are, what people are saying, you know, I can't get into the market. Oh, my God. Life so hard. Yeah, you know I'm living on the street, living with my parents. What do you tell them?
1: I mean, it's not a bad thing to live with your parents. No. If you can live with your parents, if you can put up, put up with them and live with your parents, and I did it. My brother did it. And you know, when we were living with, Instead uh, of renting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, renting. When, when I rented, I moved out of my house When I was, uh,
0: here's a story. When I was 23 years old, I was on the top. I was kid of the world because I graduated from college. It was 2001. I'm like, I'm just gonna move out. And to rent a house with your friends was like a thousand bucks. It was two fifty each for rent. <laughs> yeah. With with the bills, it was maybe three hundred bucks a month. That is not even a possibility. No, Today. No. No. With the average rent being upwards of, you know, three grand for a one bedroom, we, one bath.
2: We had the one downtown. Yes. You know, Thirty two hundred bucks for a two bedroom.
0: Two bedroom. It's, yeah, exactly. it's insane. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I agree with you. If you could stay at your parents' house or stay with, with family, do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, the the hardest thing about getting into the market is obviously that the down, down payment. payment is being able to save. So if there's a way to, you know, sacrifice, I was the only one in my friend circle who was still living at home when everyone else was living downtown. Renting. Yes, exactly. Silly. Yeah. So I was, you know, I was working, you know, I, I told you my previous job was bad. It was bad. Plus I was commuting. So it was, it wasn't <laughs> enjoyable at all. Yeah. But, you know, at that time, again, it's, a, it was a different time, but I was able to find a pre-construction project where, my payments were, you know, spread over a twelve month period on a townhouse in Whitby. So I did that instead of renting downtown, I was paying towards that. Um, and you know, that allowed me to living at home allowed me to do that.
2: See, that's where I think precon's not a bad idea, is when
1: to an extent. To an extent. Yeah, I, yeah. I think like I wasn't speculating then. I was yeah. I bought that with the intention of one day I am gonna move into this. I thing. think if your
2: intent is to move in, it's yeah. better than if you're gonna invest like as a as a rental that you never know, right?
1: And it was this was this was a, town, a freehold townhouse, which they don't make a lot of. No, exactly. Anything. No, it's true. So yeah, I mean, if you know, if you're struggling, don't know what to do, and just live at home, mm-hmm. save, you know, go into a a program where there's demand for it, you know, like
0: oh, you talking about school was. If that's your plan, yeah, I agree. If, you know, if you're gonna you be, know, we are living in a, God, if you go to the about, about feelings, <laughs> we're living in a rotate where people are protesting. And again, I'm not saying you can't protest. Can do whatever you want and be whoever you want in life. But well, I'm not a parent. But if you're a parent today, you are lost. These kids today, I have nephews down in college who are finally getting it. You realize that what you feel like and who you identify as does not pay the bills. No. Right? So at the end of the day, if that's your only focus as a parent and your kids are failing math and English and have no structure, don't know how to read, the focus should be on any young person today is to get the best education education you can. Choose a career or an educational back like, you know, program that will guarantee one that if there's another COVID that you're in a career that's recession-proof. We're going to say it's one of them. Insurance. Like, you know, all the – like, I know my wife and I, we were very lucky during COVID, you know, and, and he, you guys as well. But we need to get back to the basics when it comes to, um, you know, what's happening with today's youth. That's just my thoughts.
2: So, so question for you. If I'm a new realtor, think about this career. <laughs> what, what are three tips you would give somebody?
1: Uh, three tips. Um, yeah.
2: Like, getting into the business. thinking about getting into the business.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think the first tip is just understand the reality of the business. It's Not, you know, all glamour at all times. Um, What's the reality? The reality is it's, it's a lot of work. It's not as easy. Like, business development, like, finding new clients is, is a lot of work. We,
2: we had this talk today about, like, yeah. all the groundwork, all the paperwork, all the
1: Absolutely, you know, yeah. hours you don't I, see. I hate it yeah, yeah exactly. hate, hate and, and, and you gotta and if hey look if you don't want to do that that's fine but you're gonna have to pay for it i know and yeah. typically you know you're, what... you're giving up a lot of money to, for someone to do that so i mean you, you got to know the reality of it um i think you need to also have some sort of plan whether that means you know being with a team for a year or two to learn and understand the ropes and and see what is required um and then the third thing i mean this is just just got to be you know a self-starter you got to be a go-getter and I, unfortunately i don't think you can and maybe you can be taught that i, I don't know if you can be taught that or, no, I, or I not. Think,
2: i think i agree with you i think some yeah. of it is just your personality
1: and you your person yeah it. and you just gotta yeah don't you, you can't be a person that's always comfortable in how things were last year or, or this year because as soon as you're done with a client you're pretty much yeah you, you got to you're, you're searching gotta, again yeah exactly you gotta find a new client right? so, so
2: let's, have, let's have some fun here
1: yeah we're having we're not having fun right now
2: we're we're little practice. fun
0: little fun <laughs> okay i mean we're talking about real estate <laughs> first My first time you John. met will what was your oh, first impression
2: God. and first time you met me what was your first impression <laughs> first time i yeah. met will was well, someone
0: knew me for, for has known me for years oh that's, that's true yeah he knew me when I was at uait working so
1: yeah so i i knew will from from yeah when you were at um at the university there working and uh
2: at that time, I don't know. I don't know if I. Okay, so we saw him in real
1: estate for the first time. Well, in real estate, what was estate, your thought? I I remember this. This the first yeah. time I saw him was yeah. when I was selling my house, my own house. Yeah. And Will came for a tour yeah. at the property, and they gave me his opinion on on the house and uh, and now, what we, my we, we,
2: were. were. you shocked that he became a
1: realtor? Or no, 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 oh. no, no. I was I was shocked to see him at <laughs> uh, at the office. I didn't know he was at that brokerage. But no, I wasn't. I wasn't shocked. Thank you. I am. I am great. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. Thank you. him. this guy. Bell. <laughs> let, me take, let me take some notes. No, no, no. Let's go. No, I don't think. Unfortunately, I don't think you're gonna <laughs> like the story. Because I think uh, the first time I met this guy was at the sales meeting. Uh, no, sorry, not the sales. The the awards meeting. Oh. Uh-huh. And uh, they give out the, you know, the, the big honcho awards. Oh, yeah, Big honcho awards. Yeah.
2: And I'm like, who is this guy? I've never seen
1: this guy. No, never the office slacker. <laughs> he's, he's one of the top agents at the office. I, I don't know, know this guy. Is. Was it
0: 2019, right? Probably. Yeah. yeah. You know, and that, here's oh, the thing. The same, <laughs> yeah. the same awards thing. I saw him at the table. Yeah. He was sitting by himself in the corner. And I said, oh, because we've seen each other before. We, yeah. we A couple of trainings. I was like, oh, my gosh, you're here? Yeah, and I, and, I You're getting an and I walked away. you an award? I walked away. He has brought that story up yeah. easily 30 times. I was like, what do you mean up here?
1: <laughs> fu- funny, sir, we, uh, me and a colleague at work, the, there are uh, what we call silent assassins yes. in the field. They're great. Yeah, and this guy is one, he's of, like, that, yeah. one of the best, one of Riyadh's <laughs> yeah. best qualities yeah.
0: is, is that he's not, and I'm not saying relatives are re- re- pretentious, but not braggadocious, you know. He, dri- yeah. he drives a great car, whatever. But silent, sits back, <laughs> silent. Yes. Does it? Does it? You know, he hate. He hated doing video beforehand oh, before I we joined as yeah. a team, <laughs> and uh, and now, look. Not even notes. This guy is so calm, he has no notes, and an but I, I think that's being humble in this industry is something that I think does not get you know praised enough. Yeah. And he's humble. That's the thing. You know, for me, you know, I'm the big black. I, you know, I am the biggest agent in the region, per pound. <laughs> Biggest agent per pound. He's because number one. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> knows, <laughs> everyone knows who Will Ellis is. Big black agent that walks around. You
2: well, know, true. We, we, we're out, I was smoking a cigar the other day, <laughs> and uh, two, two gentlemen, one guy i never met before, yeah. and then it was his house. Will walks by, hey, is that Will Ellis? I'm like, oh my
0: gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I stand out. That's yeah, all there I you say. you go. But being humble is such a good thing. When you're When you're not working, what do
1: you do? What's your idea of fun? Um... I'm I'm a soccer guy, so I I like to watch a lot of soccer. Um, I used to play, and, and you know now that I'm a father, it's hard harder to play. Uh are you gonna so,
0: coach when your son gets older?
1: I'd like to, yeah,
2: yeah. Definitely, so you're definitely gonna join us in our pickleball match.
0: Let's now, do it, well, yeah. Now pickleball, you no, know, the fastest growing sport in the world. Yes, yeah. And I picked it up three three, <laughs> three years ago. Uh great workout, amazing. I almost died on the court on Tuesday night. I, we were talking about this before we started the film. Riyad, very humble guy in real estate. When it comes to competition, he is extraordinarily competitive. He doesn't mean to be, he can't control it. But the ball almost hit my face. Yeah. It's a (laughs) wiffle ball, so the ball sort of fluttered away from my face. But I could have had a black eye. That's how angry he got on season eight. I was
2: angry. I just had to make sure he wouldn't hit the ball. So
0: it was, yeah. He hit him out He he went for the kill. You will, I think (laughs) you're going to see a new side of him. I I enjoy it because it's funny. Yeah. Uh, but you'll be surprised how competitive he gets. Nice guy. I'll be out there. I'm but just, yeah, no, you're, no we're honestly going to arrange a time. Let's do it. Let's we do it do the it. day or in the evening, whatever. We're going to arrange a time. And uh, you will
1: love pickleball.
0: Yeah, 100%. What is your favorite thing to eat?
1: Ooh, favorite thing to eat? I'm a pizza guy. I like pizza. From? From, I mean, if, well, if we, I had just had to go very, like, very broad. Broad, yes. Pizza Nova. Oh. Never. Have you, tried, have you not tried Luna? I have, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, no. When yeah. I
2: get back from vacation, you, we're we're gonna go um, Mark's Pizza. I'm I'm bringing. Oh, it for okay. years.
0: I've seen you guys yeah. Yes, yes, yes. 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 guys have seen yes. it for years. Yes. Yes. You know, my favorite, my favorite thing to eat. I, it's changing. Like I do enjoy my palm court. I enjoy it.
2: You like uh, abori a bori sushi now.
0: A bori sushi, yes, I'm loving it. Uh, but I have become a food snob as a God. Like, like as a, like you know, you try various restaurants. Yeah. Throughout, and I like really nice places to eat, but a bori sushi. Um, a key. In Markham, yep. insane sushi. New what? What?
2: Uh, no, no, there for a while. But yeah, a while. don't worry, we'll go, heard, we'll yeah. go, okay, we'll
0: take you, we'll,
1: we'll educate you on the ways of food. What, so, do, so yeah.
2: what's what's your Instagram handle for people to follow you as
1: well? Yeah, my Instagram is Saman Habibi underscore real estate. Okay, uh, best way to find me and also on YouTube as well. That's where I do a lot of my long form content. Right, uh, Saman Habibi real estate, and
0: yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, thank you everybody well, thank for watching. S-
1: well, and, and also thank you. S-
0: Saman, for coming oh, yeah. on, <laughs> sure. educating us on your journey, you know, and your story is the story of so many. You were in a job that you thought was garbage. You said, "I'm going to take my own life and make my life the <laughs> life I wanted to be yeah, for myself, yeah. my family." Yeah. And at the end of the day, when you're on your deathbed, yeah, you're gonna say, "Thank God I had the time," because that's all this is. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's it's what, how can I use my time the most effective, most effectively to get what I want out of my own life? That's what real estate provides it gives Mm -hmm. you though, like the glass not for
2: everybody but for everybody people enjoy it right
0: like some people just want to keep going 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 and do a million deals a year you know for me when i came into real estate i had a career for 20 plus years um killing myself for like i mean the money was fine i shouldn't say i was struggling but getting time back um for me has been the greatest gift
1: yeah i mean like very good points but you know we do go through times where we're also working a lot oh right and, now yes. but i mean f- what's great is that there are cycles of that right yes. you might be doing that for a week or two mm. and then there are weeks where i'm taking a nap on a monday afternoon <laughs> and i don't feel guilty about it yeah. so it's, it's do, a do, give and take
0: Do you nap often
1: no i i wish
0: you know i tried a nap and like i took a nap once this happened not once like, like two weeks ago i was gone for six hours like i just that that's yeah. full sleep yeah, like that's you
2: know, that's, that's why that, 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 yeah, I know he, he's yeah. not me. He doesn't respond to me. as soon as I laid
0: down, we went out for like a lunch or something, and I was like, Oh, that
2: day. Yeah, and yeah. I was like,
0: I'm so <laughs> I'm just gonna lay down for two seconds. And I was I woke up at seven. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, th- that's not a enough, bro. It uh, was a good sleep, though. Bro. I had the absolute worst uh first night sleep afterwards. But, anyways, thank you thank, thank you. you for coming on here, sir. Again, we get we're gonna have all your handles down below. And I do want to do a special thank you. Ah, ah, it down. Thank you. You know, the If You Build It podcast is filmed at this beautiful studio here in Oshawa. The AJMP Studios. Thank you, Adam, for all your support. Thank you, Adam. And of course, to our producer, Mr. Joseph Stewart, who I've known for 20 plus years. And where is he from? He's from Trinidad, hey. <laughs> I, had, I had to do that. I had to and,
2: do the that. Food,
0: and the food we have backstage is an indication that I have no choice here. It's all doubles and then and, and, and all those great things that people seem to enjoy who are from Trinidad. Let's go eat. Yes, Let's go eat. thank you guys. Thank you guys.